Hello, kind listener. Got me there in a minute, but uh, hanging out, you know, playing around with the microphone. Um, <laughs> didn't know you were here. Um, just want to let you know we feel awful about missing the broadcast that was supposed to come down to you last night. Instead, uh, as some bonus material while you're waiting for your next fix of talk radio, we're going to take uh, a little little step into the AV time machine. We're going to go back to July 25th, 2012. It was a recording that Todd, myself, and the great, great Steve put together. We talk about pop culture and focus kind of on the Batman movie, which was released back at that time. So uh, to hold you over till Sunday, please sit back, relax, enjoy, and listen. Listeners, we're back after uh, many, many years of being off air. We are back. The other kind of radio is back. Butcher shop, long gone. Got swallowed up in a something disastrous. And uh, we've uh, taken a little hiatus, and now we're back and rocking and rolling. <clears throat> As always, uh, we've got... Uh, Steve on the, <laughs> that was perfect. Steve Mixon and uh, we have a, a new other kind radio man who uh, radio man radio man. Well, I figured I'd at least give you a little bit of a nice intro there. Todd's. I don't us. need a nice intro. You're so damn sexy in the way that you're sort of bringing people in very what? calmly. I'm to trying. This. Well, you you know the kind listener likes to likes to ramp up a little bit. You know you got it. Is that the way you talk to like you women in your life? The kind listener. Right. <laughs> That's the pitiful listener. Will you listen to me? <laughs> so, yeah, we're back, and we're excited, and uh, welcome, Todd. So, so, so Thank glad you. you're here. Glad to be here. Um, we're going we're gonna to give it a roll and see how it works out and uh, go, go from there. Um, so, let's, I guess let's get things started. <laughs> <laughs> it's so formal at this point. I know. Okay. All right. That's it. These are usually centered around us sitting at a bar somewhere, and it's much less formal. It's usually a kick in the nuts that begins That's the conversation. Well, now so, Jeff, you suck. Right. We've gone We've gone to the source of the beer, and we're now broadcasting from a brewery. Yes. So, you know, we've decided to kind of cut out the middleman. And, and We're sucking from the tit of the mother is what the, you're saying. The teat. The teat. The teat. My bad. The teat. Uh, our dear, kind listener. I'm sorry right. I said tit. I meant teat. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we're excited about it, and uh, away we go. Uh, anything? Anybody's got anything really want to talk about or bring right now? Everybody's I, I'm just hoping Steve will jump in because you know, even so, when we go to bars, he just sits there and he laughs at he the two of us. <laughs> doesn't really, doesn't really talk. So um, you know, it's kind of a tough thing to bring up because of all the bad stuff that happened. But I guess we can dive into it. Let's let's talk about something that's near and dear. I know to at least your and I's heart, mm-hmm. and that's Senior Batman. Senior Batman. Senior Batman. Yes. So you did you go on the actual? I went the actual day. Excuse me. Did hang you, up. Did you <laughs> beer consumption <laughs> must belch? Um, I got together with a friend and watched the first two films at my house, and uh, great fun. I actually brought my nine-year-old daughter in to watch it, and she wasn't all freaked out by Heath Ledger's Joker, and she dug it. But then I would not let her go because 
unfortunately, the events of that morning. Because you're a father and you have to rain on any hope. Yeah, pretty much. your daughter wants to at that, it, <laughs> Thanks at that for point. showing me the first two dad movies, Dad. Can I see the third one? No. No. I actually... I tell you what, if you'd done that, if I'd been your kid and you'd done that on Star Wars, I would have... <laughs> There would have been some violence happening. I, I actually ended up taking her Sunday. I said, yeah, we'll oh. go. <laughs> so I, I waited a couple days later. and bowed out? And it, so I, took, I went Friday on my own. I'm not going to love you anymore, Daddy. If you I, told her, I was like, shut up. Go away. <laughs> Senior Batman. At what point did he become Hispano? I don't know. I'm trying to bring it home, wherever that is. But yes, I went that first day. Okay. Uh, and honestly, I think the crap that went on that morning, for whatever reason, kind of yeah. put a pall over everything. It did. And uh, the bad thing was, you know, the, the, the actual shooting took place about 20 minutes into the film. I around, know that. Around that time when, when we saw it, the power went out in the theater. What? The power, it went Are you bl- kidding no, me? No, it went black. <gasps> except Racist. the emergency. Here's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> The, uh, the odd thing was is that the audio kept playing. Everything else went dark, and I had emergency lighting on. Everybody's freaking. Really? Including the lady beside me who's grabbing my arm, and I'm like, let go of my what, arm. So, you know? so this is when you didn't take your daughter. This is yeah, the first time you I did not take my daughter. And you knew what had happened in Colorado. Yes, we knew what had happened, and people wow. were freaking out. Within minutes, first off, this is a North Park Mall in Dallas, which is a pretty nice mall, but they have a big IMAX screen. Is that, that's the movie theater that requires a credit check before you go in and view They don't movies, let right? people like you in. Oh, okay. <laughs> and a collared shirt. <laughs> right. right. Yes, you, she, again, you, did you pop the collar? I, I did. I actually went for the, uh, I wanted to say Buffy, but I'll screw it up. But anyway, that crappy look. Anyway, so we walk in, and there were cops everywhere, but within really? minutes. Yeah, there were we we looked up and so when you walk in North Park Mall it has like a a big upper area that looks down and usually you'll see a couple of cops there because it is a in a nicer part of Dallas but there were quite a few cops then when we got in the theater when the lights went out cops were in there tell, and the theater people were in going it's okay we've lost power wow. everybody settled down at that point concern for your fellow man gave way to the schmucks who ran outside and saying I'm going to still watch the movie but I want my money back and it became that there was what? pandemonium out front for people asking for free vouchers. And uh, meanwhile, you were taking everybody's popcorn and sodas. <laughs> I was gorging. I was. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we watched okay. it. And it, it, because of that, the oh, man, the, the the weird thing is, is that I didn't get into the movie until about an hour and a half into it because it sort of you know kind of jars oh, yeah. you. Yeah. And so I didn't end up liking the movie until about the last forty five minutes. That's a third of the way into the movie, though, right? Uh, yeah, about an hour and a half to a third. Yes, I waited. I waited till we were in the parking lot when I shared with my better half (laughs) that the movie was three hours long. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, "What?" I said, "It's too late." So the only movie I can remember that the electricity ever went out on was a coal miner's daughter. (coughs) Wow. I, I, I actually was responsible for which that. Which actually had people shoveling coal <laughs> into the thing to keep it going for right? authenticity. Way back when. I think that was back when they still had uh, uh, intermissions during movies. Yes, they Which they could have done. Which, were you actually one? alive then? I was. Wow. Do you remember who played the dad? Levon Helm. That's correct. Um, Thank you. Oh, you? <laughs> we already <laughs> answered? Yes, I answered it. Levon Elm. I'm like, hey, Jeff, just step out of the way. I was going to say point. Ricky Schroeder. Shh, shh. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay, so, wow, that's amazing that that happened. Yes. And that you uh, experienced that. I bet that was really crazy. Um, so, what did you think of the film? I'll, I'll go back on Sunday. I had a much different experience on Sunday. Yeah. I thought, what did you think of it? Um, 
I liked it. I was really excited to see yeah. it. Um, I, you know, I, 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 I had kind of a funny conversation with my father uh, with everything that happened in Colorado. And so I kind of put my, my, my father hat on or my pop hat, you know, and I'm thinking about it. I'm like, should I go? Shouldn't I go? And I'm thinking, man, my, you know, my hippie dad would be like, you know, no, you know, you right, got to go. Right. You can't. And um, <clears throat> so I go and I enjoyed it. Later in the weekend, I was talking to my dad, and I said, did you go see Batman? He's like, oh, no, it's too soon. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it, and I was, Dad. Yeah, I was like, oh, great. So basically what you're telling me is there's a special place reserved in hell for me. Yeah. You know, because I went and uh, and viewed the movie. I thought it was great. I thought uh, all the twists and turns, of course, you know, I don't know if we're going to give any spoilers away or anything, but uh, I well, thought. Well, you can't because I haven't seen it. Okay, so Steve, so when basically, it, when it Bruce turns out- Wayne is Batman. <laughs> no! And, no! And he's Luke's father, which is a twist. It really becomes kind of odd when they start using the Force. Right. So is Adam West Batman? I can't tell you that. So, <laughs> right. So, what do you oh, want to ruin God, the movie for all the kind of I was about to be dark and say someone would have to shoot me, but when yeah, right. life do everything has happened, I don't think I'll say that. I'm taking that back. Kind listener, I did not say that. So we can't get too far into it. Yeah. Uh, but the end was interesting, and then I've read a bunch of stuff online about just the controversy of if it actually happened or if it was oh, the way. Anybody that says that, come Some on. Some liking this, it this to isn't, um, uh, Inception. Inception. This isn't Inception. It's Batman. Who's the chick in the movie? Well, there are two. There's Annette Bening. <laughs> oh, well, I remember. Well, we have Catwoman. Oh, we have Catwoman in this never, one. Never referred to as Catwoman. Right, ever. It's woman cat. Because woman cat. <laughs> she cat. Right. <laughs> the she feline. Very, it's very bit, beatnik. And it yes. is. She yes, they, cat. She cat. <laughs> What's going on with the cat, Matt? No, they never referred to her because Chris Nolan was all about realism. And he said, that's just silly if we start having a Batman, which is already silly enough, and we add a cat woman to it. But Chris Nolan's the director. Yeah, Chris. Thank you. I'm aware of him. <laughs> okay. Jeff is basically my conscience that goes along. He's, he's my internet movie database. I've been thinking, Chris Nolan is the director. Right. Put your pants on. Why? Right. Anyway, um, but you'll know if you'll when you watch it, they'll have like newspaper articles that'll say the cat and things like that. That's as close oh, as they get to it. Oh, you mean that? Uh, I thought you were just saying during the movie that she was never referred to as she cat. It's actually in news articles too, huh? Well, and, and actually, yeah, in the news articles, I mean, it says the cat, and that's the closest they get. Nice. And they just never say the term. But then there's there's another love interest, but right. Yeah. I mean, who was love interest in number two? Some actress I had never heard of Maggie, before. Maggie uh, Gyllenhaal or whatever took the place for Katie Holmes. That's right, but it was the same the character. Spell right. right, but same character. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because they both. We'll have to discuss have the same our turtle face. Just on a side, we have to discuss our Scientology. I'd love to get. That. By the way, have you seen the trailer for the new P.T. Anderson, the guy that made Boogie Nights? His new movie's called The Master. No. <clears throat> it is uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Joaquin Phoenix, Philip Seymour Hoffman is loosely playing uh, L. Ron Hubbard at ah. the creation era of science, Scientology and Dianetics. Dianetics. <laughs> and supposedly, P.T. Do- Anderson, who's a good friend of Tom Cruise because they made Magnolia together, showed it. Oh, somebody's, somebody's buzzing. Or if they had gas, I don't know which. Anyway, um, he showed it to Tom Cruise and he was really upset. The trailer has audio clips where basically Seymour Hoffman's character is almost verbatim quoting things right out of the Scientology Bible. Awesome. Yeah. So it's it's showing how incredibly crazy they all are. We spent an evening with two people who were 
put together by Scientology and then escaped. Ooh. Like Frankenstein put together? Or? <laughs> yes. Wait, were they? Were was that, in San Diego. My, yeah, those are people that yeah, we met in San Diego. My buddy Ike and his wife. Yeah. Oh, first name basis. Yes. Well, I, I don't have that, but I do remember that because she kind of scared me because I wanted to know oh, more yeah. about it. And she started like telling me the boo, boo, boo crap. Yeah, don't get too into it. Anyway, back to Batman. We can well, we um, deal with I that later. And I wanted to add it on the love interest of Batman. Question mark, Bane. I'm just saying there was a few moments there. Well, the, the overall With love Batman interest, homosexuality. Not, well, I wasn't going to go there. I mean, they, they I mean, did the whole want... study between Batman and Robin went in the 40s, 50s, where they decided they were homosexual, latent homosexual couple. All right, label maker. But anyway. <laughs> was this a just... ju- was he a Jar Jar Binks type character? No. He's... <laughs> it would have been great, though. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if he had that big voice where you could barely right. understand him. Which... Which complete ripoff of Darth Vader. I'm just saying it right now. You take James Earl Jones and he adds some breathing. James Earl Jones and a little breathing, just like Batman. And the reverb. And the reverb. Are you talking about Batman or are you talking about Bane? Bane. Oh, you said Batman. So while we're talking about Batman, we're talking about voices. So this is a fight I've gotten into with my boss because he asked me, and and as a side note, none of you two know this, Batman is like probably my favorite character in the whole world. I love it. I, I grew up as a kid just loving every facet of it. Then when I found out that it was loosely, parts of it were loosely influenced by my favorite novel, The Count of Monte Cristo, I loved it even more. And when I saw Christian Bale do it, and he did the whole growly voice, the yeah, well, that, that the first film when he pulls that guy up and he's like, "Swear to me." Well, you know that scared the crap out of me. I would crap my pants as well as I'm sure not thinking that's Bruce Wayne. So what do y'all think of that big growly voice? Does it bother you at any point? When you I watch was them? listening to a local radio station today, and they were discussing this and talking about how they hated it. I love it. I think it's awesome. I think you almost, if you go in a realistic attitude of what Batman is, so he puts on a mask, and you can obviously see. I mean, Christian Bale has one of those. He's a pretty boy. He has a, you know what? <laughs> hey Jeff, he's got a real pretty mouth. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but I mean, he's a nice looking guy. You can look at that face, you know who it is. But at least if he starts growling at you and he's grimacing. You're looking at other factors, and I think you almost have to do it. Yeah, because, I mean, if you're Batman, you just walk up and, like, I'm Bruce Wayne, and I talk this way, and then I'm Batman. I'm like, hey, And I approve this message. Where where did you – hey, man, where are the – and Steve's going to be like, that's – man, Jeff sounds a lot like Batman. (laughs) Well, the problem is is that you and I both have facial hair, so as Batman, (laughs) we would entirely suck. That that would be. Got to be itchy under the mask. (laughs) Tell me about it. Well, it would be a problem, too, because what you you can't smile talk if you're Batman. Well, you which always have you. to keep which a brings very... up the Val Kilmer Batman because you know because he oh. smiled he kissed the ex Scientologist uh, what was her name Nicole Kidman he smiled should Batman ever smile really he smiled in the yeah in, I don't remember that Batman Forever he Batman. smiles after I, if I kissed Nicole Kidman I'd smile too well yeah that's I mean, true let's give a little love at least back in that day that's when she had her curly hair right the, yes that was before she had had so much Botox that basically her ass was kissing you through her mouth wow whoa that is one way I to like look that. at it <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh dead conversation so, uh, no, now because no, no. jeff's playing on his ipad no but... i'm just i'm just researching maybe some other no, things no, to no talk I, yeah i was gonna Go say ahead. final final thoughts batman Boom. i i loved it uh especially the second time when there wasn't the lights going off and the lady beside me grabbing me to protect her uh as a lifelong batman fan they do it ton of great stuff I, I won't say anything more because i don't want to ruin right. it for you but they it's almost like a little acknowledgement to the true fans there's so much stuff that's thrown in there even if you're a passive fan you get right. it it's it's beautifully done and i can't believe that bane's his brother i know god I'm almighty sorry, oh, sorry steve 
no great well, movie check it out and, and and we'll we'll go into it's really hard to have a little more conversation than what we're having right now in, in the future, could you please see the film that we're right. going to discuss? Well, I was going to say, we'll <laughs> I mean, revisit God, this in six months when the DVD he's in six comes bands. out. He's, uh, or no, when this... it's on Netflix, if Netflix is still around. <laughs> the first two aren't even on Netflix. <laughs> I, know. I know, damn it. I tried to watch them at lunch during work. You know? I'm <laughs> screwed. Which, by the way, uh, I'm going to tell you, I honestly watched a film over lunch break today. It was an hour and 15 minutes, so I went along. Uh, God, being Elmo. Have you heard about that yes. movie? Yes, oh I've my seen God, it. God, that is, I, awesome. I sit there, just a bag of tears because it's a beautiful right. film about some guy coming and finding his place. My God. And, and for those that haven't God. seen this movie, spoiler alert, turn down your, your podcast for just 30 seconds. Elmo's black. <laughs> <laughs> and he's big, too. And he's big. <laughs> he's big. And he, I mean, but a great it's movie. It's true. It's true. Well, I watched it with my daughter who's, you know, two, and two. well, she was two, I guess, when we watched it. She was confused as hell. She oh, had, sure. she couldn't she couldn't keep watching it. She had to stop. She had to leave the room. Well, it's funny because you know it, the most touching moments are whenever like when he talks about they bring sick children to see him and right and they're connecting that Elmo's real. But then they're looking. Wait, who's this guy with his hand up Elmo's butt? <laughs> right. But at the, at the same time, it's an incredibly touching film. I loved it. All right, Jeff, where are we going next? All Master right, so ceremonies. I saw this. I saw this uh, come across the wire earlier today, and I, of course, immediately the wire, the wire, the hoppa, um, <laughs> and I immediately Do I your permission immediately, to eat uh, some more pretzels while yeah, you talk. Absolutely, Make sure you drowned out whatever I'm saying. <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. Um, and I, I saw this, and I immediately thought of both you guys because both you guys seem to be a little more daredevilish than I am. And did you hear about this um, Felix Baumgartner, yes. the guy who skydived uh, from 18 miles above the earth? Yes and no. I yes. would not do it in, ever. Okay, but let's let's set some qualifiers here. You're okay, not married, on. you don't have a kid, and you're a loser. Okay, well, at least you have so to separate you. the first two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're me. I have to quit now, thank no, you. No, no, that was good. That was good. I would do it tomorrow. Really? Hell yes, man. He Why not? the sound barrier with his body. You're, really? I didn't see that. Well, you didn't see it because it was really early. It took him. Wait, I saw the Superman trailer. Is that, he free, was that, that how awesome. they did it? He cool? free-falled for five minutes and then was in the shoot from somewhere between seven and ten. Seven and ten at night or? Minutes. Oh, minutes. Yeah. Okay. The whole thing took like 15 minutes. Holy crap. To go I 19 mean, miles. I I can't imagine how much I'd soil my pants within that amount of time. I no way am I doing it. And the first five minutes, he was going, God knows how fast. So free falling by the yeah, well, Petty and the Heart, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers on his iPod. Yeah. I don't know we'll if he had an iPod. From. If he did, what, what was he listening to? Free, pop, free so, What do you mean? I don't know. The only thing that cheapened it was he had. What, what was that? He was in this badass spacesuit yeah. that had Red Bull colors all over it because okay. it was Red Bull sponsored. He's immediately gay for that. I, 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 not to offend our kind gay listeners because got many friends of you that I don't care whatever, well, I but guess, that person would be gay. Guess for I, that. Got, I guess I got to take the Red Why Bull pajamas. Why is he wearing an astronaut back. suit? Because he's going to be in space. The, see, the, at this point, no. This is this is stupidity. Oh man, no, that's awesome. Okay, so I, completely opposite answers. I thought Steve would say no. Why would I say no? Uh, because because you're the more conservative. I mean, which, <laughs> yeah, I'm so conservative. <laughs> <clears throat> I 
And sorry to be chewing in everyone's ear, I would, but I would I, I'm actually really hungry. I would do it. I would do it. Oh, I would there's do not it. a chance. My my daughter's constantly asking because we live in an area where they they do. How old's your daughter? My daughter's nine. Okay. Um, did you say that already? Pardon me? Did you say that already? Yeah, I did. But that's okay. Yeah. Oh, it's a flashback moment. Sorry, guys. I figured we might want to like. If we're going to talk about stuff like that, we might want to actually. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. Every time I mention her, I should say my daughter's nine. She actually is now pushing over four feet tall, which for a short man, having a short daughter, it's really great. That's She's right. Four Todd's feet four foot eight. Uh, four foot six. Um, but anyway, North, in North <laughs> Texas. Jeff's Mexican. I am. God, Go ahead. He, he's like my tamale. Anyway, oh. in North Texas, there's a, a balloon fest in Plano. And so we, we go out all the time and we see all these balloons on the horizon and, and my daughter's like, Daddy, let's go do that. I can't think of anything more torturous than to get into a basket that has some hot air flowing into it. Yeah, how I mean, long did it take him to get up? It took a while. It took a lot longer to get up. It took like 90 minutes to get up. Yeah. Did he have to go on the space shuttle? This no, decommissioned no. No, it was balloon. It was, a, it, was a, it was a hydrogen balloon. Yeah. And that he was is, in a capsule that, that he jumped out of. That's crazy. I think it's awesome. That, no. And he admitted that it was going to be a good day because he was risking his life. Yes. And I say to you, kind listeners, live every day. That's right. Like you're jumping out of a balloon at 19 or miles above Earth. Live every day like you're sitting in a movie theater and the lights go off and scare the shit out of you. So. Yeah. Right. That, go for that, that one, too. <clears throat> okay, Todd, go. Where am I going? Uh, oh, so I'm going to share this with Jeff. I, went, I had told Jeff I was going to go with a friend to... Listen to another podcast, Doug mm. Loves Movies. I went Sunday night, which, Steve, I don't know if I, if you really heard me say this. What's the, the comedian's name? Doug, what's his last name? Barbender. Benson or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, you know what? I blew right past I, I'm, that. I'm going to be right, I'm gonna be honest. Outside of Jeff, who I think is like the, the stylings of a comedy genius, oh. I don't really like stand-up comics. It just doesn't work for me because it's the same thing over and over. And I'm like, okay. That was actually pretty damn entertaining to see live. What was the movie tie aspect of it? Have you never listened to one of his podcasts? I have not. Um, not. Podcasts are a fad for all the time (laughs) listeners (laughs) out there. If you're wasting more than 10 minutes (laughs) listening to a podcast. We were doing this back in 2001. Well, we actually wrote it on tablets. (laughs) which made it really hard to listen to because you had to learn the sound of each letter you had to scrape it against your ear that's an i um so so what he does is he gets up and he brings a panel of comedians on and i mean he has some pretty serious like fellow comedians being a fan i wouldn't know who they are but i know that they're fairly serious but they play games uh it's uh god uh, they 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 have one that's called ABCD's Nuts, where you go down the <laughs> the ABCs and you have to name a movie that begins with each sequential oh. name, or they throw out the name of a movie. Um, Apollo thirteen. It happened last night, and you then you would have to either find a movie that ends with the sound it uh, with it or night would be the Dark beginning. Dark night. No, you would have to, night. Uh, Nighttime. <laughs> I like the nightlife. I like the boogie. Is there a I film that's night something? <laughs> boogie night nights. of the Living boogie Dead. Nights. Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead. So it'd be a hard day's Night of the Living Dead. And they play those kind of games. And it becomes hilarious. Because really? <laughs> it really, yeah. At this point, I'll just shut up no, and let no, you no, take no, it. No, 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 I'm just... So you go, go ahead, no, go no, ahead no, and tell involved, us about your, your no, uh, no, really no, no, pretty talking, Lone Ranger So they, they came in, they had um, games, and they played that. And it was just all podcasted. Did you? Don't, don't don't lay out on me. 
So good. Oh, it was a lot of fun. A, I thought of you. Did it? Was it? Was because it I realized that's what you aspire to do is be up in front of people and make them laugh. And name movie titles. <laughs> <laughs> Which we actually discussed that for the brewery. Yes. When we start doing weeknight stuff. Right. Doing having We're going to refresh the JLI comedy right. night. That's right. Yep. We have some. Because, you know, nothing's better than hoppy beer than happy beer. That's terrible. No, Bad I jokes. like it. I like it. <laughs> you really, you really shouldn't put your hands on the microphone stand. I like it. It gives me something. Here, I'll just hold on to you. <laughs> Wait, I feel like I'm back in the theater, but I like it better. Right? No, can we, can, can we go is... see a movie together? Okay, so y'all can touch sure. each other. Really? Can in we fact, hold hands? We've got um, the the other kind radio crew. Hey, I'm holding on my hand. The other kind. I thought we were it. doing fist bumps. Um, <laughs> no, I'm holding you. <laughs> The other kind of radio is getting together for uh, a first time for me, at least. Uh, I don't know if you've done it or not, but we're getting ready to do uh, a little NASCAR watching. At the Hartzell One. Uh, at, yes. That's right, August 12th. Yes. And your screen's like, what, 196 it's by... It's actually 17 inches big. <laughs> we're going to have to crowd <laughs> around be, really close. That would be so disappointing. <laughs> we all showed up. I did it like... purposely. I lied to everyone. I wanted to be closer to you two. It's 107 inches. Wow. Yeah. So how many girth. inches is that? That's hundred inches. That's one over one oh six. One oh six. So you're excited about that? About the NASCAR thing? Come on. I'm excited to have you guys in my house. But you, it's a lot of fun. We, my, wife, you, my wife took the day off. I, it, look, Ooh, it's big I, I love both of you guys. You know that to have you over. It's why I built that room was so that I could have my friends over. Um, Steve's quietly Steve's, logging in. It's so weird. The the, the brewery Steve is typing in his password at this point, and he's going to take us somewhere oh. online. I don't know what's happening um, right now, but oh, I got to have the music ready for when this is over. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought maybe that was a cue. <laughs> no, when this is over, and Steve's right, over basically yeah, cutting like, his wrist. Okay. He's like, yeah. we're talking about NASCAR. Are you excited about it? Absolutely, I'm excited about it. I'm a little concerned about because i'm the only nascar fan can you explain to me what's happening when they're driving the car oh there is no question yes okay. and we chose a good race that'll make it interesting we chose a road course as opposed to a, an oval which i could sit there and explain to you about ovals all day because they keep going and the same you direction. would glaze over right you know and so i'm a little excited and i think you'll be more interested it's from watkins Glen. i i don't have any data about that i here's my question is the circular track more conducive to a live environment than a home environment as opposed to what we're going to watch? Wow, that's a complicated question. <laughs> that is. I is it know. more conducive to a live environment on, so, so on you're an sitting, oval? They're an oval. Yeah, oval that's what okay, we do. Oval. We refer to them as ovals. The donut. <laughs> <laughs> the squish donut. Squish donut. Right. Hey, I love you yeah, so well, much. Yeah, you really so bring things down to this level to which I can understand it. I like to paint a picture. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I'm just I'm just curious. I mean, because the oval track at home, I can imagine that unless you're really into NASCAR, I don't imagine that. I would a... rather watch a road course at home than go to it. Okay. Because they're huge. They're two 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 plus miles typically, right. and there may be because they're typically hilly. Now Watkins Glen, there's tons of trees. So you're not going to see crap. I mean, no matter where you are, you're going to see just your turn. And what leads to your turn and what's after your turn. So here, here's what I always wonder because, you know, <coughs> Steve and I shared, you know, you and I shared some of this, but Steve and I traveled a lot together at work for a while. And, and I love loving movies. I also love Broadway musicals. And I drugged Steve to one. I only took you to one, right? Yes. 
is this going to be as painful for me as you sitting in the back and talking to the audio guy while a professional Broadway abs- cast is performing? I had an absolute blast talking to that audio guy. Yeah, but you didn't watch the performance on stage. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, we, we have a knock at the door. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, just pointing at things. And uh, uh, so we, we had a security personnel. Um, Those are. Jeff apparently left his sunglasses up front, and that's the interruption in our podcast. Did you pause it? Kind, awesome. kind, kind listener. Um, Jeff actually stopped Whew. us down right I thought, now. I did without even knowing it. I was going to have a heart attack. So you're saying that you think I'll actually enjoy this? <laughs> you know me well enough to know if I'm going to enjoy this. I think you will enjoy it for a short period of time. Is there going to be beer? Yes, I'm bringing a whole keg. I'm going to have brewed, a great time. I brewed some beer especially for the occasion. Then I can't wait. Yeah. I need to uh, order popcorn so we actually had the popcorn popping. I yes. realized the other night I went in to make <clears> some <throat> and didn't have any, but that's beside the point. <laughs> we can do popcorn. I realize now I'm, do... I'm getting off the subject here, you know, because our kind of listeners probably don't care about my popcorn. Popcorn's popcorn's important. Okay, uh, so popcorn. On the is it the best snack of all time? No. What is? Nani, nani. <laughs> what? <laughs> What'd you say? Nothing. <laughs> What's the best snack of all time? Uh, the kind beer. Uh, beer, perfect. That's Great. a beverage. Doesn't Good count. Answer. Snack. <laughs> that is yes, a snack. Yes, no, is. these are my rules. That doesn't count. When I get hungry, I drink a beer. Yes. Especially on the weekends. Okay, but you're very different than the rest of us, and I'm okay with you answering that, Jeff. This doesn't count for you. Uh, you know, tamales, I, enchiladas. That's those aren't snacks. Uh, growing up, we always had popcorn. My dad would always make popcorn, but we couldn't have regular popcorn. It's is kinda, this when you're going to tell me that's all you could afford? And no, this to is not an bad. afford thing. But he wanted to trick up the popcorn. How so? Uh, apples. Ooh. Um, a lot of garlic, a lot of cheese, which was pretty good. Actually, I. But, garlic I've had before. I dated a girl in high school that used to put like the the craft cheese from macaroni and cheese. She put it on there with garlic, and that was actually pretty good. <laughs> what? I'm, what? All, I'm all watching Steve because like he's mentioned in, ending the show, and I see him scratching his chest, and I think he's going like getting the coming. This poor Carrie, how are we doing on time? I'm not going to tell you. Okay, we're rolling till I say stop. Well, okay. I wanted to bring this up. You're in love. You're in love with me, aren't you? I am. Okay, go ahead. But I didn't want to really bring that up. For the first time in my culinary life, which is very young. For the first um, time. Right. In my culinary life. Not colonoscopy. We need more yeah. of that. More Todd singing. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I made ravioli from scratch. Did you put ketchup on it? Uh, a very basic version of, of, of uh, ketchup, which involved tomatoes. What did you put inside of it, tamales? Um, we did breakfast sausage. Uh, I don't really like ravioli, but that sounds good. Cheese and um, mushroom. Ooh. And I have to tell you, I have, I have. Did you make the dough? Yes, from scratch. Semolina. So what? Sure. What the, what the hell did you just say? Did you speak English, please? Sometimes, Mr. Yeah. Italian boy, just sometimes you stand up straight, and sometimes you're Sonalina. <laughs> what, what? What is that? No, it's a, that's the type of flour that you use for pasta, no, Semolina. I don't see that at see, Kroger's. That's, that's I don't why know I don't what... bring up this culinary stuff, because Steve's like, oh. Well, well you're the you, one that the first time in my culinary life. Yes. Yeah, I know. I was, that's... Well, I just wanted to see. I was curious. No, it's just... But I have a new man crush. I know. Besides you. <laughs> Besides me. Bobby Flay? No. Mario Batali? No. Steve or Carrie? 
Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, That's an old man crush. Uh, well, well, Emerald. You know, the funny Emerald thing is, you guys is just me up. I can't remember Lagasse. what the name is. He does uh, Good Eats. Oh, Alton Brown. Alton Brown. Steve once let me loan, he loaned me one of his Alton Brown books, mm-hmm. and I didn't read a page of it, and you I handed him. off I, to I, it. <laughs> <laughs> egg, egg, egg beating. Egg oh, beating. Egg beating. Egg, egg beating. I kind of like this. <laughs> now we got the, what kind of, uh, what kind of, what is that called when they, Foley. He's got a Foley artist in here. <laughs> yes, right. uh, we can get a on, coconut. I'm just gonna, right, right. <laughs> Anyway, um, so I, I you loaned me that book and I didn't read a page out of it. And then on a while here, I bought, <laughs> I bought his book, and it is awesome. He is. Which one'd you buy? I'm um, just here for the food. Just here for the food version 2.0. Yes. And he talks about heat for more food and cooking, and spooning, and spooning. <laughs> and so, uh, out of that came a uh, delicious. Uh, tomato sauce that I'd like to share with everybody real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, it's time for the end of the show. Smell vision. But uh, it, it's really cool because basically what you do is you take Roman tomatoes, you carve them out, salt them, turn them upside down. Oh, that, wait, that was a different recipe. Damn it. But anyway, you basically make your tomato paste and then you put them in the oven with some spices and whatnot. But did you, and then did you, you hear that? That's the sound of people turning off this <gasps> podcast, right? Now. Oh. I'm just kidding. No, please go ahead, Jeff. I want to hear about your culinary experiments. Well, so how did you make the pasta? I'm more. I don't care about the sauce. So do you have a Anybody pasta making machine, or did how did you make the pasta? The pasta we did uh, off of Alton Brown's uh, recommended method, which is you make a little mountain with the dough, and you create a little middle. Just regular area. flour. Regular flour. Just regular AP flour. Yep, uh, AP, all purpose. <laughs> And uh, I'm just good at eating it. I don't know how to make it. And uh, you take two fingers. You'll be you'll like this, Todd. You take two fingers. <laughs> Todd does all about using two fingers. And you pour your egg mixture in there. No, you can't go for the shocker. Not at the beginning. Really? That's that's. But then you remember you know, you're on you're on radio. Yeah, I was right. doing that to the two of you, not thinking you either one of you would go. Todd's doing the shocker. <laughs> Our kind listeners don't know what the shocker is. That's oh right. my God, they all live for the shocker. <laughs> Here, I, so I have two... to stop it. You're boring me, so I'm checking email. Go ahead. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that is so harsh. Is it? Were you really checking email? I really did look at it. Um, anybody else got anything to talk about? Um, what else has been going on? New Gaslight Anthem album? How about uh, JK? That? You know oh. who Gaslight Anthem is? No. Band out of New Jersey. I, I guess this is the music segment of the show. Right. So, so I found him because of my love for Springsteen. Uh, he... <laughs> Shut up! Oh, speaking of Springsteen, oh. what do you see? What do you think about that story about him being a a dep- yeah, what was it? Having depression de- problems. Yeah, having depression problems. Todd is a huge Springsteen fan, by I, the way. I don't. I'm not too terribly surprised because I'm also the son of a psychologist, and I think anybody's teetering on the brink of, you know, plunging into that abyss, especially people that are getting all that adulation. Yeah. Oh, there's a genius, someone who used to be on this show. Actually, put it pretty well once when he was talking about Prince. That when you got so much creativity and so much great stuff going through your head, you can't be sane. No, and especially you know, Prince William at the time that they, that art. Yes, <laughs> actually, it is Prince William. It's Jeff, a, that's it's okay to just ignore him. Yeah, just ignore me. I can't. He's he's so <laughs> no, close. I'm sorry. To me. Go ahead. <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, at that time when the article said that he was experiencing that, it was at the height of his popularity. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Born in the USA was huge. People were misunderstanding what that album was about. They were, they were thinking it was horribly left or, or Ronald Reagan was trying to use it as a campaign right. slogan, song, whatever. And so I think the guy was tormented by that. What do you become? And then in that article, I don't know if you saw the same part, that he and little Steven, who being his right-hand man, got into horrible fights because Bruce wrote a song on the album that followed Born in the USA where he basically talked about how much money he had. And little Steven said, no one cares about you and what you have. They want you to figure out where their lives are wrong. And how do you, at that point, as an artist, come to terms with the fact that you can't be honest entirely about what your life is like? You came from nothing, and now you've got everything, but no one wants to hear it. Right. So ultimately, I wasn't too surprised about it. I think a lot of people, I think, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if either one of you told me, hey, I've gone through a stretch where I felt really depressed. I think it's a very natural but human it, condition. Is this depression happening now, or is this back no. at the height of his no, success? Height of his success, yeah. and then he started getting some therapy for it. But you know, if no, you listen, sense. if you listen to his early stuff, and I don't expect anyone to know this, so we each have the people we connect to. His early stuff, he was very almost tormented, tortured by his relationship with his father mm. because they never never really had a close bond. And you listen to it, and especially now, you listen to some of the things he said about. Songs that he wrote back then. Did you just turn me off? I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm you like, have to ignore realize... everything. No, you no, got no, me either. talking Springsteen. I see the volume, the, the fader come the down. But, the butcher shop to... was so much was so much better because we couldn't see <laughs> when, yes, I know. when he was doing, was doing back in the cooler. You have to ignore so, whatever I'm doing. So basically, all I'll say is this. You, you, uh, he, there was a great documentary about the making of Darkness on the Edge of Town, which was, and because I'm trying to think of it, it's probably his fifth album. Fourth, fifth album, and, and anybody that's a fan can kick me in the nuts for it. I'll, I'll talk to you later. But, you know, as he grew up, he started to see the things that had tortured his father and what his father gave up. There is a story he tells in that documentary about that his mom called and said, hey, your dad's at work in the factory. And he left his lunch at home. Could you go take it to him? And by the time he got there, and he's standing right behind his father, and the machines are so loud, and he's not wearing any ear protection. He's, and he's simply saying, dad, dad, dad. And he said, I realized at that point, my father was essentially deaf. And he'd gone deaf. All the things that I hated my father for were not paying attention, not listening to me, not being there. And the thing was, he'd gone deaf to give him the life that he had. And, he, you know, that, that whole tormenting thing of that we often get pissed off at those kind of things, when the truth is, it's what's given us what we have. Right. So I'm not surprised at all the guy went through a lot of problems. If you listen to the lyrics... People that want to say that it's all about girls and cars, they aren't listening to the essence of it. The girls and the car, cars are simply a, a grounding thing that takes people to that point of wanting to escape and have more in life. And there finishes the gospel of Bruce Springsteen. Wow. And <clears throat> sounds like somebody that's... I'm a, sorry. You're <laughs> no, go, ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. So, Jeff, why don't you tell us about your favorite, which I believe is Justin Timberlake? No, right. actually, we're done. <laughs> so uh, I guess we'll see everybody. Uh, uh, what we can do this monthly? Yeah. Uh, does that sound good? Once a month. Once a month, if not every couple of weeks. All right. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Next time we'll maybe do it on location somewhere. We'll get out of the brewery. I think it'll be fun. Yeah. I'll, I'll work on the technological side of that. Oh, do you have the music bed going? Yeah. I'm watching the file create there, and I see the two, and I'm like, wow, oh, look at it. Would you stop looking at that? I can't. The listener doesn't care. I'm like the cat right, that's looking goodbye. at the laser. Say goodbye. 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 goodbye.